Good evening, everyone, and welcome to another fantastic night of Fandom Access. I'm your ever-faithful host, AJ. Greetings and salutations. So, my co-hosts are both here already. Holy crap. Hi. Hello. Like the face you have in us. I know it's mostly me, but... How are you guys? It's so nice to be here. Yes, nice to be here. You almost got a phone call, though, by accident. (laughs) I think sometimes not listen to you. We were trying to hang up. My mom was trying to hang up the phone, and I don't know what the heck she said, but it suddenly goes, calling Karen Mole. (laughs) Oh, yeah. We were going to have a private conversation tonight. <laughs> yes, I, guess it, yeah. I don't know. Siri, yeah. I swear, answers when you don't want her to and doesn't understand what you say half the time. So there you so, go. But anyway. <laughs> you made it. Anyway, you made it. Yep. Yep, yep. All right. So we got we got a, a whole bunch of stuff to talk about tonight. Uh, yes, we do. And and some good news from the front lines of the strike, huh? It looks like the writers might have got a deal. Yeah. Yep. And now, now we just need the actors mean, and the VFX. Yeah, that might probably put the actors closer to a deal. Not that it necessarily means they're well, getting one yet, so but right. heading in the right direction. We can only hope, yeah. So that would be great. Everybody get back to work and we get some more TV. Yep, but I guess yep. it's but surprisingly we have plenty to talk about tonight. Yeah. Uh all right. Should we jump on in there? Sure. I Darryl assume Dixon? go for it. You, yeah, do I was you, gonna say I assume that you're Dixon. Dixon. All right. Okay. And um also uh I did put up I can't remember when I talked. I don't think when I talked to you guys last week, I had known yet I was talking to him. But um, Hugo Bardin, uh, a.k.a. Paloma, uh, who plays uh, Coco in the episode, uh, I did an interview um, with him earlier in the week. Um, who play, He uh, plays the drag queen in the club, Coco. And uh, it was actually a really interesting conversation because Norman Reedus pretty much got him on the show because he's a big fan of um, the various drag races that uh, he had won the first season of, well, Pluma had won the first season of. Um, so, yeah, so he wanted her uh, him on the show, and that's kind of what happened. But anyway, it, it's an interesting read. I thought it was a good interview. I'll have to check that out. Nope. All right. Uh, yeah. So, uh, in this episode, um, Daryl and Isabel meet up with Isabel's people in, like, some town. Uh, oh, they go to find the guy who's got the radio. He's crazy. And then they go to Paris. That's the that's the short version of what happened. Yeah, and they end up at the um, club. And, um, catacombs uh, and everything. Uh, yeah. So, it's kind of interesting to me that they have, and I guess this is kind of a lot of the stuff with the apocalypse, but it's like the kind of things they have, like, 
they're, you know, people scrounge for food on one part of it, and then another part of it they have a, a bar with entertainment, you know, so you never know. Yeah, I, I thought this episode was not as good as the previous two, partly because they, you can just tell that they really wanted to do this, like, Moulin Rouge kind of thing they did in the nightclub, right? Um, and, uh, you know, I I felt like they let spectacle take over a little bit at the expense of maybe dialogue, uh, because there was some bad dialogue, and storyline, but on the other hand, I'm glad they kept to the premise that, like, everybody you ever knew, you'll just bump into in the apocalypse. And, and also, um, it's good to know that everyone you ever loved will die, and your horrible ex will become the leader of an underground, like, movement in the apocalypse that you have to deal with. Right? Of course. <laughs> yeah, of course. I mean, um, of course. Of course that guy is the is – it, right, of course, her ex, who she left to die in the street and stole his car, is now the yeah. person she has to negotiate with. Yeah, but uh, to be fair, she did it for her sister, and but you know, <laughs> I guess. Which, yeah, but which is like her sister wasn't uh, so great considering she was sleeping with her boyfriend. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean. Just okay, saying. you didn't know it then, and it doesn't mean you want your sister to die, but, you know. No, I mean, no, no, I know, I know, no, definitely doesn't I mean, mean that. I'm just saying that, uh, obviously, they had they had secrets. Um, but, I mean, uh, he's horrible. He, had to, he knew he was the father, right? I mean, he had to know he was the father, and he argued with Isabel that they should just leave her at the side of the road. So he's like, oh, we'll find I, a place for her. Right? I could be wrong, but I feel like there's – hold on, wait. My dog's going to jump off the – anyway, sorry. Um, I feel like there was a comment somewhere along the line. I'm not sure he knew it was his at that point. Maybe I'm wrong. I can't remember. I guess he would well, have how, had to. But I how did he, he not know? Like, he seemed surprised. I mean, how did he not know when she was pregnant, but 12 years later he knows? It's not because he sees the kid and says, oh, you have your mother's eyes. He didn't say you have my eyes. <laughs> no, but I mean, I don't think, I, I mean, he did, obviously didn't know she had the kid. He didn't know that okay. part of it, but he knew she was pregnant. So he, yeah, yeah, I think he knew she was pregnant, didn't he? Dude, it's been so long since I've seen this. You have to help me here. I'm like, did he know? Yes. Yeah, I think he did know. Okay. And she was, like, in pain, like, in labor. She was in labor, That's right. right? That was why he wanted to ditch her, yeah. 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 Um, so th- that was very Walking Dead-ish that that would happen. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I felt the spectacle of the Moulin Rouge kind of underground nightclub was what they were going for in this episode. Like, and I get it. Like, sure. they go to Paris. They want to do that, but... I'm just so over the unlimited electricity, the unlimited gasoline, the unlimited liquor, the un- like. What was going? It's like, it's the end of the. Like, I'm sorry, who has time? For, what? Like this? What? <laughs> That's what I said. They're looking for food at one time, and then another time they have a bar. <laughs> so you never. Yeah. Do you remember yeah, three months? One of those things you just kind of know that Walking Dead kind of does not excel at. <laughs> but- Do you remember what? 
three months ago, I complained on the um, on the Maggie at, on Dead City. I complained that Maggie was hanging out in a bar in like yeah. somewhere. There was America's like I can't believe there's a bar with a neon sign and beer, and that was nothing compared to what we saw in this scene, right? Yeah. With like acrobats hanging from the ceiling and full-on drag queens performing, and like it's like a whole and like basically like a VIP section and champagne everywhere. What? Yeah. I mean, I'm sure that people still think about entertainment in, in the future apocalypse, but I don't think they'd have that much entertain, you know, things like alcohol and all that, mm-hmm. you know, wouldn't have quite a, a place like that. I don't think, but I mean, it is what it is. That's what I said. This, this show, you, you can't necessarily expect that part of it to, um, yeah. to be realistic because it generally isn't. We know that, you know. Um, but I mean, yeah. it, it wasn't bad. It's just when you when you break it apart too much and you look too close at it, some of the stuff they do, it's like this it doesn't seem like the apocalypse. But you know, yeah. I mean, there. I mean, I did. Uh, I, I mean, I'm it gonna was have. Cool. To, I'm gonna <laughs> have to. Know, I agree. I'm going to disagree with you a little bit because I don't think that's picking it apart too much. To, to say, like, we're well, holding, like, pick, I don't mean too much like we're picking it too much. I mean, like, if you pick it apart very much, I said it, it falls apart. <laughs> that's a better I, description. I don't, think, I don't think, like, where does electricity come from is really picking it apart. Like, I feel like that's a that's gross, that's a that's gross like, like, assumption on their part that they just – like, we just take it for granted that Paris has electricity now? What? Right? Like, at least Dead City, they had a ridiculous reason, but they had a reason where, like, the dead were making methane to run gas. Yeah. Or whatever, right? Like, it's just uh-huh. it's just ridiculous. I, I, I did like some – I mean, I, I like that we – I mean, they did the things you got to do in France. We saw the Eiffel Tower – um, kind of crumbling out an explanation. I like that they went through the catacombs. I really like the part where they're going through the catacombs and, like, you know, everybody's – it's explained to Daryl that this is everybody who died from the Black Plague, and it's like, how long ago was the Black Plague? 600 years ago or something? And the guy says, you know, America is an infant. Here we have survived many apocalypses, um, which was kind of interesting, right? Like, Like – Europe has a much longer history and, yeah, have survived many apocalypse. Like, I thought that was kind of a cool thing. I like that. Like, they, they kind of got some of the... Um, yeah, we need to see the, the parts of France. I was going to say, by the way, that I also know from talking to him that the that, that catacombs were all recreated. That wasn't actually the catacombs. Oh, yeah. So that's interesting, Yeah. Um, yeah. But, yeah, I agree. I would agree with you. It's different. I mean, I think it's it's nice to see a different... Like a completely different, I don't want to say completely different take, but completely different, like, area. You know what I mean? Because they do are going to deal with things differently to some extent. So, yeah. And, and, uh, you know, I, and, I mean, I guess there's value in putting someone. So, Daryl is not a guy. So, Isabel's a person who hung out. We saw flashbacks. She's in these high end nightclubs, robbing mm-hmm. people, doing drugs, like all the beautiful people. And that's kind of what's recreated here. That's Daryl's like a redneck from Nowheresville in the South. Mm-hmm. Not environment Daryl's ever been in, right? And, yeah. And true. these people are trying to recreate something that must be. I mean, I, I mean, it's not like he's like completely 
a dunce and didn't know this existed or ever seen it in like movies yeah, and TV, but he's not but he's not enough, but probably don't mm-hmm. see the point of it like we don't. <laughs> yeah. You know, and there was like a cool, there was a cool kind of a, I mean, it was kind of cool the way Daryl reacted with Quinn. Like Daryl, you know, he's, I mean, he kind of is quiet and watches and listens. Um, and when the time comes, Daryl's like, whatever, forget it. We're out of here. We're not taking this deal, right? Um, yeah. He says, what does he say? He says, I don't need to boat that bad. Um, <laughs> yeah, you do. It's like, that's what we're watching the show for. Yeah, you kind of do. But, yeah. <laughs> no. But, I mean, I appreciate that, even though you know that they're not going to give up. Um, yeah. I still appreciate that he's kind of like, yeah, we, I don't need you to go that far. Yeah. So, that's Daryl for you. Yeah. So a couple of things happen in this. Uh, you know, so, uh, oh, by the way, uh, the worst line of the entire episode. So you know how, like, I don't know the name of the woman who's the other nun who's along for the ride with them. There's another nun, um, right, who they're always um, like, I think I have it written here somewhere. I'm looking. Uh, Sylvie? Yes. So they're always like, Sylvie, can you watch Laurent while we go, like, have the adventure or whatever, right? And so Sylvie left. She's barely out of the convent. She's already, like, I mean, I get that these women were not in the convent the way, like, typical nuns are, you know, get a calling from God and a convent or whatever. But she, like, she's dancing with that guy. She's already kind of, like, enjoying hanging out with men. She meets this guy. The worst line of the entire shit. This is, like, some shitty dialogue where this guy, she says, you dance very well. And the guy says, my mother was an Argentinian refugee. She taught me two things, to fight for freedom and to dance. (laughs) Oh, my God. Can we please get some writers back in the house? (laughs) <laughs> yeah. I know the writers wrote yeah, that. You're not, you're not like, wrong. Yeah. There was some schlocky. I had to bring that up because that was some schlocky shit. But yeah, it was. How'd you like the community of people in Paris? Like the regular people. This guy, um, the guy's name is Falou, I think. Like the the, the little, you know, the little community they visit. Yeah, I think it's I cool. And them. they have like a little market and everything going on. I mean, the people are to some extent, are better than some of the places in the United States. So, I mean, they're not doing a totally horrid job, I guess, <laughs> as much as can be yeah. expected, you know. Um, and that's what yeah. I'm kind of saying about it. it's nice to see, like, different, you know, different takes on the way things, the way society is in the in the different country. Um, but, yeah, yeah, I mean, they, they've got their shit together a little bit more, maybe. They aren't fighting yeah. quite as much at that area than a lot of the people in our country yeah. obviously did, you know. Yeah. Um, I mean, would it be I like mean, that? I don't know, but it's interesting. Yeah, I mean, we had some uh, typical. So I also, I also didn't love. I didn't love the side trip to go find the radio and they meet that crazy musician guy who has a zombie orchestra. Like, yeah, that was, I think, I feel like just a way to get different zombies in there and do something that they wanted to, you know, their shock yeah. and awe, which The Walking Dead is known for. Yeah, um, yeah I feel like like Nick, like Nick had a, an idea for a gag, and so they're like, let's do it. Like, Nick, like, like right? Like, oh, Greg Nicotero has this cool idea to do a zombie orchestra. Let's do it. But it didn't and have I mean, any to story. Be fair, that's his job, and it looks awesome, but yeah. it's not necessary. 
Um, but it had no, it had no so storytelling cool. value in this episode, right? Right, exactly. Um, yeah. I mean, that, I'm sure there are some people that watch this show that that's, like, really important to them. You know what I mean? Just like how if you watch big blockbuster movies. Like, to me, sometimes I love the, you know, the, the special effects and that. I think that it depends what you watch it for. But it does sometimes come when they should be spending the money on the story and, you know, fixing some of their other problems instead of making cool walkers. Yeah, and, and you know, it might be, like, the cooler walkers, the, the walkers are coolest when they fit in really well to the story, and, and yeah. like, it might it might have played better if we hadn't spent the last 12 years watching, like, every quarter there's a new kind of nut job who does weird, you know, they either, I mean, looked like the governor had zombie heads in jars, and that seems so shocking, like, 10 years ago, right? And now yeah. we have to, like, up it. Uh, I mean, it looks cool. Um, but it it had little value moving the story right. ahead, right? I did love that. Right. I don't. I continue to not really understand Laurent or get Laurent. And there's that bit where there's a lady whose husband died and she hasn't spoken in days, and Laurent goes and hugs her, and she's like, "Oh, you make me feel what say? You make me feel loved, or you make me like what? Like, is he supposed to be magic?" This kid, or yeah, this... I guess that was just reinforcing their idea that he's hope. But yes, I totally agree with you. I, I don't know that it made a whole lot of sense. Yeah, I mean, I assume that's yeah. the point to it. Does it make sense now? Yeah. Um, I, I was gonna say the other thing. I think it's cool that they have um, carrier homing, whatever kind of pigeons. I don't know what they're called, but the oh, pigeons yeah. oh, that, was cool. that they use that. Yeah. That was pretty cool. I like yeah. that guy. I was not happy about that, but that was cool. Um, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, and then, of course, there's another thing there where they he makes mention of, like, having somebody waiting for you or whatever, and it's kind of like Daryl acts like he had – I don't know. Like, it, it's kind of thrown in there for us to be like, oh, Daryl misses the, his people, you know, but then they never say anything. So it's kind of like not enough, which I've mentioned before. Um, yeah. Yeah, so – but at least um, they had line. I guess that was better than no line, right? Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Um. So, so here, two things. Do you remember when, when Daryl and Isabel are trying to escape from her apartment when she sees that little girl, and there's all zombies everywhere, and Isabel suddenly becomes completely useless, and Daryl has to. But you know how there was a zombie that was giving off, was that zombie like giving off acid or whatever, and Daryl was using it? Like, I personally don't think, I think it's faster to chop down the ivy than to use the zombie acid blood to burn it away, right? But is that what he was yeah. doing, right, when he had that zombie on a stick and he was, right? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> but, yeah, you're right. I, I remember, I vaguely remember thinking that was kind of dumb, but it kind of funny at the same time. Um, but they're, yeah, they're trying to not show us the best um, way to do that, right? Like, to try to show us the acid zombies. Yeah. Right? Well, maybe I guess they're, they're really, like, really, really thick apocalyptic vines that don't cut. Right? But I guess the point is to show us that acid zombies are still around. Like, they're not yeah, just but in that Yeah, I mean, that, that was like a couple episodes ago. I don't think we've forgotten that they're around. But well, I, I guess it's... Lee brings a little bit of continuity. I mean, I guess I got to appreciate that. It's kind of better than them doing it once, not coming back to it, and then being like, what happened to the acid zombies? Like, we would have been. So I well, guess that there's first, at least that. first that. batch, 
they're all contained inside a warehouse or a or a lab or something. We haven't seen them like roaming the streets necessarily, right? Until right now, or did I forget? Yeah, I don't know if they're supposed to be just random zombies have it, or it was that place that caused it. I don't know. This would lead me to believe that it's a little right. more random, but yeah, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I see both sides to it because if we didn't need it, like I said, but then if we didn't have it, we'd be complaining that they didn't go back to it. So. Yeah, so, I mean, it kind of, it doesn't really bother me, other than you're right, it was dumb to cut some wine. <laughs> yeah. Um, and and there was also the scene where Tattoo Face Man, whatever, the bad guy, Tattoo Guy, Kodron, is that his name? He goes to yeah, visit Janae. Yeah. He goes to visit Janae, and they're, like, in the background of their conversation, you can see zombie experiments happening. And at first it looks like they're electrocuting them, but, like, it seems like they're trying to build a super zombie. Like, that zombie was chained to the wall and pulled the chain free, right? And she says, oh, that took, like, 45 seconds or whatever. Like, are they trying to make stronger zombies? And did the acid zombies come from her? Or, like, I'm like, wait, what's going on here? This is, like, this is, like governor and CRM level stuff that's going on, right? <laughs> yeah. Um trying to be careful with what I say. Um, I definitely think, and, and I'm not saying whether they ever tell you or not, but i thinking about, yeah, I guess the acid could be from that. I hadn't really thought about it. But, um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I thought that, and, and I'm not saying anything of whether it is or not, but I was kind of hoping that some of the experimental stuff was maybe to do with beyond, uh, World Beyond. That was kind of what my initial made me think of. And that's neither here nor there. But that was my thought when I watched it. Um, Okay. I mean, this is Walking Dead. We may not (laughs) get answers, but, uh, you know, I I don't want to say anything and not – I don't want to say one way or the other – because, you know, not saying things is the same thing as saying something. So just won't say anything. Yeah. Um, so, um, yeah. But, um, I mean, it, it, again, it, it's kind of the same thing, though. We talked about that they're making different kinds of zombies and trying to do something different, which, I mean, I do appreciate. And, and it at least is more story-driven than, like, the, the um, ones with the instruments playing which are just kind yes. of irrelevant. Yeah. Like at least this is part of part of the storyline. Um, yeah. Oh, speaking of that guy, the, the orchestra guy, so my friend who is from France told me, okay, you know when the orchestra guy, he's like, oh, you're American? I speak English. Where is Brian? And he's talking about Brian is in English. So my friend who's Fran- French, told me that's like a national joke in France that like Was when that you learn Monty Python or something? No, yeah. apparently like like when she like apparently like they used to teach teach there was a book to help you learn English, like an English textbook. And um it, and it's, it's like where's Brian? He's in the kitchen. Like Brian was in it. Where's Brian? Brian's in the kitchen or whatever, right? Um, and so it, it was like how they learned French in like the eighties or whatever, and it's become like okay, a national that makes joke. Sound a little less weird. That makes slightly more said, sense. 
he said there's like a comedian had a sketch about it and it became like a national joke and like every single person in France, if you say where's Brian, they'll say he's in the kitchen. <laughs> That's so, funny. So they had that guy say that as like a shout out to French or like a real French thing that would happen or like Yeah, and the rest of us just thought he was totally cuckoo. <laughs> because yeah. we didn't get it. So yeah. okay, that that makes slightly more sense, yeah. Um yeah. it's like like us saying who's on first or whatever and going back and forth and people. Right, think yeah, I'm yeah. Up. I think that's what it's like, yeah, like who's on first. And yeah. you know, I kinda of like that they're making that effort to make make Daryl's experience in France be kind of authentic. Yeah. I mean, I like that they used French performers just overall, I think, is a good thing. It makes it a little more. So. Yeah. All right. Last thing. I can't believe you missed Lily, his mother's Lily. And his mother's 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 people, I missed that. I probably was not, to be fair, paying enough attention when it happened. But I see that somebody tweeted that. Sarah retweeted. I'm like, oh, my God, I missed the freaking Harry Potter reference out of that office. Because I was oh, looking for Harry really? Potter references. Yeah. You have your mother's eyes. It has to be Harry Potter. There's yeah, no way you can put that in Harry there, Potter right? I have to question, though, what came first? Was the character named Lily and they thought, hey, we can make a joke about this? Or did they name the character Lily specifically for the joke? <laughs> I kind of wanted to ask, ask a, uh, a writer that and be like, which came first? Yeah. yeah no. I don't know. I don't know. But it was. I caught it right away. I, I'm really surprised you didn't get it. No, I didn't. But if I watched it again, I probably would have. But um, but no, I don't. At least I don't remember getting it the first time. I guess it's possible I did and forgot it, but I don't remember seeing it and thinking that. Yeah. All right. All right. I guess that's it for that, unless you have anything more about the episode. That was episode three, so we have three left. I think there's six, right? I think there's six, yeah. I think we're halfway through now. You know, I think I don't – I complain – I like to tear this apart and and complain a little bit, but I kind of really – you know, there are some good things. This this is better than any of the shows have been in a long time. Yeah, I mean, I think this is a, a good series for a spinoff for Walking Dead. I mean, I enjoy it. I mean, we there's always certain things that we're gonna we're like I said gonna pull apart, but overall, it's been it's fairly enjoyable. I think. I mean, I didn't you know not enjoy watching it when I watched it, and I watched it all and didn't like not want to yeah. watch it. You know. Yeah. And, and we said a lot though. A lot of it, a lot of times, is that it's got good acting too, though. That helps it along. But this one overall, the story, I mean, I don't want to say the story is the most brilliant story ever, but it's not, I mean, it, it's better than the story my first year has been, let's put it that way. Right. Yeah. We'll just say that. Yeah. Leave it at that. yeah. All right. All right. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, we'll move that. right along here. Yeah. Move along to uh-huh. Wheel of Time, which I did watch. Yeah. I'm getting better. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, this is getting better. There was some stuff that um, I really liked. There was some stuff that I that I really didn't like, but not because. Uh, well, anyway, I, I, because like you I don't like what I the characters did. Like, and I I feel like I I thought this last year, but not as much. I think because I watched it all together. But sometimes to me, this show is like sort of depressing. <laughs> I don't know. It just to yeah, me like it gets just kind of 
I mean, I I guess to be fair, you know, the characters are captured and everything, so I guess there's a reason that it's depressing. But I just, I don't know. It's like a a little dark and pretty sad and, you know. Yeah, when I was starting to say there's stuff I didn't like, it, it's stuff that I didn't like that the char- that the story was doing, not stuff that like I that I'm like oh bad writing, bad whatever. Like right, just that you, the you story don't like, had some uncomfortable things. Right. Yeah, right. Like it's like I think especially a Gwen story this week, a lot of it was was pretty uncomfortable and sad. Um, well, and some other stuff. Broker. I mean that. And some well, and some other stuff it. too. But, yeah. Um, let's get AJ in. AJ, you watched it, right? AJ, wake up. Or to AJ. All right. Him? Well, he'll be with he'll be with us in a second. I mean, I think that in general, everything about th- this whole episode was like showing how horrible the Sean Chan are. Right? We talked last week about how they think. Do they think they're doing the right thing by uniting everyone to face the dark. Like this week I have a hard time like feeling like getting behind that. Like they're not they're with so, the dark, but they're definitely not good people. Well, they're so thoroughly horrible because in addition to the way they believe that they are going to like, like they're not just capturing women who can channel to use them for tools. Like, like the woman who is, um, Iguine's, uh Rena, Rena, her handler is named Rena. She like says things like, "You're not a woman. You're not a person." You're, like she says, "You're yeah. not a person." They call it, it must the be kennel. hard. And they call it the kennel. Yes, they call it the kennel. And she's like, "It must be hard thinking you were a person only to find out you're really not." And they're just going to abuse. And they're just going to torture her, right? Like it's yeah, really it's just, just horrible. And then there's this other horrible scene where. Um, Loyal, Leal, Leal, the the um the guy who looks like a lion. Loyal is his name, right? Okay, yeah, I know he means Loyal. Um, he's the he's the Ogier slave. He's he's an Ogier, um, and he's a slave now, right? He's captured, and he's a slave to the high lady. And they basically see that part where he's basically a slave, and they like she's like, I command you to sing, and he's like, No, this this kind of singing this is magic that's not and she's like shut up and sing and they all sit around and laugh at him and then she says like they call him an it they're like i should make it a gift to the emperor what how should i give it oh like she keeps calling him it like not him like it's just so it's just so like and it makes me feel really like i don't know about the way our own own country held slaves and treated slaves and it makes me feel really like I just felt so. I mean, you're supposed to feel uncomfortable, right? Watching yeah. that, but yeah. I was like, these Sean Chan man, they need to be annihilated off the planet. They're the worst. There's yeah, nothing no, redeeming about them. There's not any kind of like redeeming. I mean, like we don't. To be fair, let let to be a hundred percent fair though, we don't know about the group of people other than her and the people that are right under her and what they do to them. Like, I'm not sure that the whole, is there, I mean, I assume there's like a whole country of these people or whatever, like they're a race of people. We don't really know that they all behave like this because we made a comment last time where they're like, well, if you, you know, if you agree to do what they want, they'll leave you alone. 
Like they're definitely bad to the people they capture and bad to the channelers, but I I don't know that that necessarily means the whole race of people's like that. She's like that. You know what I mean? Like I don't know. I, so, I mean, maybe like, we're supposed to think that. I don't know. I'm just kind of curious. I don't know. So you're saying that we're only meeting like the people in the in the court, like in the empress's yes. court and the higher up people, and like somewhere at home there's a bunch of people just trying to be a farmer, and maybe they're not slave owning races. I mean, I don't know because we haven't right. seen him. Yeah. I just yeah. that, right. the yeah. leader guy seemed like he was more like we said, like he wanted to unite the places, and that don't necessarily mean he's good. I'm not saying it does, but like yeah. he's so over the top, crazy, creepy. They take the women channelers and everything. And I just kind of wonder if, like, they're all like that or it's just her. But, you know, if you think about it on the other side of it, though, this is where I always say about, like, seeing the different sides of things, and it's interesting when you think about the morality of it. Like, they're doing these horrible things to these female channelers, like completely awful, you know, not, not good at all, obviously. But, like, what the main people were doing to, like, the men that could channel was not very good either. Not that they in any way did to this extent. But I'm just saying, like, clearly the people that have magic, like, there's the ones that revere them, and they're considered higher up, and then there's, like, the other side of it, you know? So. Okay, but, but men who channel eventually go insane and kill everyone. But they can, right? They kill it. Like, they go in, men who channel go insane and kill everyone. They, men who channel do become dangerous. Like, I'm not saying they're being yeah, treated but, correctly, but right. they need to be handled differently than women. Right. That's what I'm saying. Like they don't necessarily need to be all going around and capture them because they used a spell, you know, because using a spell once doesn't necessarily mean that they're going to become insane and murder people. Yeah. No, the Sean Chan are collaring these women and enslaving them because they want to use them as weapons, right? Yes. Yes. Um, That's completely I'm just saying that the other ones don't treat their male magic people good. (laughs) That was my point out of that whole conversation. Not that it's yeah. as bad. It's not that it's good. I mean that it's not good. And but, and, uh, and so and then it gets worse, right? The the yellow, um, Rima is the name of the yellow Aes Sedai, the woman who follows the yellow Aja, um, who has been helping Nynaeve and Elaine, and she she gives herself up. And I thought for a minute she might get away, like she. I don't think that I ever thought she'd get away, but I was hoping at least that he would be able to kill her like her plan was. The fact that she was mm-hmm. collared was like the awful end of that. Like, I think she intended to die. I don't know that she thought she'd get away because yeah. she said to him right beforehand she wanted him to kill her. I mean, that's what she told him to do, and he was ready to do it, and then he got stabbed. And it kind of like... She, she wanted her, her water to kill her. And he hesitated. Like, it didn't, did he say, I can't? But he hesitated. And in that moment. He was going to do it. I think he said he would, and he went to do it, and then he got stabbed. I, but, I, I mean, think he hesitated. It, yeah, he, yeah, he definitely hesitated, but I think he said he was going to do it. But, um, yeah. I mean, it's kind of like she ended up with a fate worse than death. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 And it's also very dangerous for the Shanshan to have such a powerful channeler, right? Like, they've got a bunch of, like, women, but, like, she's a she's a full Aes Sedai. I mean, they've got another Aes Sedai. She had all those rings, but she seems pretty powerful that she managed to kill three of them before they captured her, right? Yeah. Um, 
And it's also it's kind of sad too because the ones that she was crumpling and killing are other slaves. I mean, they don't yeah. want to be bad. They were broken and brainwashed. So right. there's that too. Um, I don't know if you saw AJ. I, I just thought we should check it, so I did. He he said that something happened. He can't come back. He had to get off the podcast. Okay. Well, so, maybe you can stick around with me, and I'll just give a a two minute on all the other shows. Uh, That's fine. Wally's not here. If you stick with me for a few minutes, but yeah, I mean, it is pretty. Uh, it's interesting to me also that the Shanshan seemed to manage to bring these women to a higher power. Like they're so so powerful. Like Rena, the woman who is who is Egwine's handler. She seems very yeah, powerful. Using her magic, or did she have her own magic? I was confused by by that. I meant to ask. And that magic gauntlet she wears on her wrist is that like? Is that yeah. whose magic is part of that? Like, where is that yeah, magic Yeah, I'm not sure from? if it's that they take the women's magic or if it's that it, like, it, like makes their magic stronger. Like, because Rena can watched, channel. Like, yeah, because I, I, was, I wasn't sure if Rena can channel and that gauntlet somehow combines her magic and Egwene's magic to be, like, a superpower or... I mean, they just seem so powerful. I don't powerful. know, because I question, like, why is she allowed to channel and she wasn't collared? You know what I mean? I thought that maybe some of the ones like her were, like, like Egwene, but, like, they proved their worth or something. But I don't think they were supposed to be. I think that they're, yeah. like you said, the Sean Chen. I don't know. I mean, considering they can, they think that evils are the evil, that uh, magic shouldn't be controlled by women in that, I, I would tend to think that maybe it's they can't use this magic at all. Like, they're completely taking it yeah. from them. I think the Shantans think magic is evil, and they're like, we'll, we'll harness these women and enslave them and use them for now. And then when we defeat the dark, we're gonna, maybe they'll kill them all or something. Yeah, um, I, I, but, I, I tend to think that she doesn't... I don't know. I'm trying to think. Did she do anything powerful without touching her? I mean, she had that bracelet thing. But then again, it has to be bound to them. So I don't know. Because when that um, yellow, whatever, Aja was saying that, like, it had to be put on somebody, not that it necessarily had to be put on somebody magical. I have a feeling. I could be wrong. But I think either... um, why do I always forget her name? Not Egwene, the other one. I always forget her name. Nynaeve. 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 I think either Nynaeve or that princess, I think one of them is going to put the bracelet on them. Don't you? So they can go in and save her? Yeah. I think that's what's going to – I mean, to me it seems kind of obvious. Maybe they won't. I don't know. I mean, this show is, is decent writing, so I, I don't know. But, I mean, she makes the point of saying they can't break it. It only works if you put it on a person. It has to go on a woman. So it's kind of like. I kind of wondered that also. But And I also wonder, so if Rena, you know, she doesn't wear a collar, it's not clear if she can do her own magic or not. And then you see the ones that I guess are enslaved. There's that girl who has the golden, like, plug in her mouth. Right, the girl that has a gold thing in her yeah, mouth. Yeah, I'm not sure what that's about. Eyes. And there's it's another one who has like a black weird. kind of a mask. I, I mean, I, I think they're collared, but they just yeah. seem so extra powerful. And I think Rena has said like, "Oh, the Aes Sedai, they want to teach you and control you. We're going to teach you to be more powerful." Like, there's a lot of so 
I think they're powerful, but only if they use the magic under their supervision type of thing. Like they're letting them use it as a weapon. They're saying we we can make you more. The Aes Sedai don't want to make you. We're going to make you more powerful. The Aes Sedai want to limit you. Like they said that. And then that's also not Landry. I think that's also just brainwashing too, though. That's also a thing thing Landrin has said. That, you know, Landrin, who's the red lady, the red Asha, she kind of was saying something similar, right? Like, like we learned to use it, but we could be so much more powerful. They um, actually, speaking of her, this episode felt really long. Like a lot happened because. Yeah. because Lan- I don't know how Lan- to feel Lan- about her. I, I mean, I, I've said before that I partially feel like some of what she did I thought was supposed to be because of her son to save him. You guys seem to disagree with me, so I clearly took it as a different way. But nope, and you were totally right, Jamie. You were totally right, because in this week's episode, Lanfear, the blessed, says to her, oh, yeah, you took your oath to keep him alive. Uh, okay, so I'm not nuts. That's what I said. I felt like you made me. You were right. I was dumb and I couldn't figure out. No, I was thinking today that when we come on the podcast, I got to tell you, Jamie, you were right on a number of things that AJ and I felt adamantly opposed to you, and you were correct. And one of them is that she took the dark, she broke the oath and swore the black oaths in, in order, order to keep to her son alive, yeah. right? Lanthier says you did to keep him alive, but this is not life, this is right? Not life. Like, and this is where I was. What I was about to say is, this is where again, like I don't know how to feel about this, because she lets her kill him. But I feel like part of it is an act of mercy that she cannot bestow herself. Yes. That she yes. wants her to kill him simply because she can't, because it isn't living. Um, yeah. And, and I partially still feel sorry for her, as much as I hate her. Part of me still thinks that maybe she could somewhat be redeemed. I don't know. And it would depend how well, the story goes. So, but I still feel like I she's going to try to help them. The way I took it was that when, when Celeste says to her, oh, I get it, you took the vat, you swore dark friend to keep him alive, but this isn't life. And, and Leandrin says, I know. I kind of felt like this is like a monkey's paw type situation where yeah. she, swear, she swears the black oath to keep him alive, and maybe she assumed that meant healthy and alive. And, and of course, the, careful what the you dark, wish for. The dark yeah. one is like, he'll be alive, but he'll be like in, in terrible pain and basically on the verge of death, but he'll be alive, right? Like, I feel like, I feel like that's the trick the dark one did. Yeah, I hadn't really thought about it that way. I figured it was more just like it maybe stopped it, but you're right. It was probably something more sinister than that. Um, and like that actually she, maybe, she, maybe she thought he'd be alive and healthy. Yeah. And, and the, so anyway, and, and Celeste is like, I'm going to give you this gift, right? And like, and like lets him die, kills him, lets him die, releases yeah, him, whatever, whatever happens it. there, right? But yeah, and she, you said it kind great. of like it's a gift that the gift that Landrin can't bestow herself because it's her son. Yeah, and and the thing is, is she's kind of like you can't turn your back on the dark. It's too late, but you can go with me instead of with him. But the thing is, is I thought she was still working with that guy. Did she just tell him that her that, or is she really kind of against him? Because maybe I'm like slightly confused by that dynamic between her and I don't know his name, the guy that brought her out. Which, by the way, 
They do say Ishmael. A forsaken. Yeah, yes, that's that. my second thing, Janie. That's my second thing today that I had to apologize to Janie because last week AJ and I were convinced that she is the forsaken because she was forsaken. And it is clear, clear this week that there are any number of forsaken and she's just the first one that showed up. And you were totally right, Jamie. You were right. You were right. You were right. Okay, good. Now, yeah, because that's what I thought was like he was supposed to be. He was going to bring other ones to life mm-hmm. and just hadn't yet. But I, but I don't know. I'm confused yeah. if she's working with him or working against him. This kind of made me think oh. maybe she was working against him, but I was confused. I think it's a case of, like, there's no honor among thieves. Like, he yeah. brought her, and she's his trusted ally, but last week he said, are you going to try to kill me? And she was like, yeah, I'm totally going to try to kill you, remember? <laughs> um, like, like, they're all evil, and you can't trust your evil henchmen, I guess, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. And and I, I'm starting to think, you know, Maureen and Rand's plan is, like, to pretend he's in love with her because – that's really what motivates her. And and I sort of believe that, that she's motivated by this lost love, like not by being in love with Rand, but by she was in love with the dragon and she's never gotten over like the betrayal or losing this guy. And that's so much more of a motivation for her than like being loyal to Ishmael, right? Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. Um, I guess we'll find out. <laughs> I yeah, mean, Rand um, used to be like the dumbest guy in the land, right? He's so boring yeah. and so dopey. Um, uh, they're all dopey. Like Matt is surprised that Min betrayed him. Yeah, Rand, and that was my question too. He believed her though, clearly, because he doesn't go with Rand. So even though he feels betrayed, he clearly believed her. Yeah, I mean, he's learned something. Yeah, um, that's true. I mean, he, he's he's definitely learned something. Um, and Rand has learned that people keep betraying him because he's pissed at more game, too. He's like, you lied yeah. to me and brought me here on purpose. Um, yeah. So, yeah. I mean, Maureen's got her whole other set of problems because, like, I mean, it was kind yeah. of... <laughs> I was trying to understand. She was writing to that woman, right? Was she... Did you get that? Because I didn't know if she was supposed to be trying to break that she lost her power. Or what it was she was trying to tell her because she never yeah. finished the letter. She was writing to the Amarillan seat. That woman, Suan, is the Amarillan yeah. seat. The big, she's the big boss of all of the Aes Sedai, right? And she yeah. Now, just, remind she's like, me something because I'm trying to remember, and I clearly don't remember some of the stuff from last year because I said that I had thought she was in love with Lance. Was she – I know that her, the two of them were friends. Were they lovers or just friends? Because I cannot remember for the life of me – for some reason, I'm feeling like maybe they were more than friends, and I'm I don't know. <laughs> yeah, he was he was her warder, and no, I think no, I mean like, that woman, the woman I mean, wasn't she like which, her lover or woman? something? Or am I totally making that up? The Amazon seat, the the one that oh, ran went. You know what? I'm not sure. That sounds vaguely familiar. That maybe in their past, before she became the Amazon seat, maybe they were. Because I don't, because I, I, I remember something about that, but I, I don't, it's, it's, yeah. There's, this is a very, very complicated show that there's a lot of shit going on. You can't remember everything. That's the yeah, problem. I, I, I want to say, like, I know they were friends was, or something, and her being mean to her was, like, not real. I remember that. I just don't remember if they were more than friends. 
I think that they have been, they were maybe more than friends a little bit. Um, but I don't know if they were like totally in love or yes, I think I, yes, I think if I'm starting to come back to me that they are like maybe having sex or whatever, or some kind oh, of intimate yeah, relationship not in love, but sleeping together. And it's, it's a secret, right? They're yeah, having some I her relationship. punishing her with fake because I remember there being a scene where they came together and like they were talking and that like she had to pretend to be mad at her. And I, I remember that. I just was yeah. thinking that maybe they were lovers, but I couldn't remember. I think maybe they had been, I'm not really sure. Maybe they were previous lovers until they became powerful in the Aes Sedai. I don't know. See, I had thought that Lan was sleeping with her as her warder and you guys said no. And I'm wondering if I just picked that up because that other lady is sleeping with her two warders. And maybe that's kind of why I, connected it that way i don't know <laughs> i mean it's hard to say because i think the bond between a warder and my Sedai is like so intimate on a level that like transcends either platonic or romantic right it's like this sort of magical right but i mystical, they were kind like of mystical together, right? but i'm not even sure anymore so I don't, I don't think so because he so quickly fell in love with Nynaeve almost the moment he met her right See, that's the part i don't remember that when you said that, like, I, I mean, I, I seen the thing where she obviously is in love with him, but I didn't remember him being in love with her, but it's probably just, I don't remember it. Yeah. I don't know. I'd have to go yeah. back and watch yeah. that. Um, kind of I irrelevant, mean, to be honest, but, um, I mean, at any rate, she shows up because Lan, this is kind of like this very convoluted thing where Lan is hanging out with like, um, with he's hanging out with like the um the lady in the two warders that's who i was talking about yeah lady in two warders and they're like oh my god you're totally a dark friend you're acting so sketchy and weird and you're trying to creep out here at night you're totally a dark friend and land's like oh my god all right i gotta t-. like i'm not and they're like yes you are and he's like all right here's the truth we found the dragon reborn and they're like what right like he has to tell because they're like we're gonna yeah. kill you because you're and and then and then they go and tell the Amerlin, right? They make yeah. land go and tell the Amerlin. And then they all roll into town where I kind of feel sorry for for Maureen's sister. Yeah. Like, she seems like kind of a bitch when they first introduced her. And then the more she talks, the more I'm like, oh, I feel sorry for her. Like, right? Yeah. Like, um, Maureen didn't treat her so great. Yeah. Yeah, um, and and yeah, so I mean that kind of was interesting too, um, I guess. Um, um, what was I going to ask? So, ask go ahead. No, go ahead. You, you go ahead. You go ahead, and then I'll. You, what were you going to say? No, I said I forgot what I was going to ask. I I lost it. So go ahead. So I was going to ask you, um, the only thing that happens is like, so as they're coming into town is right when Rand is going to leave town, right? Rand's like, I got to get out of here. Matt, come, Matt's like, I'll totally go with you. And then yeah, Matt okay. finds out. Min's like, you're you can't right. go we with him. She's like, you can't go with him because you're going to kill him. And Matt, like, as you said, Matt believes her and doesn't go. But, like, why do you think Matt doesn't tell him? Like, what? Like, Matt? Shouldn't Matt be like, hey, Rand, my friend Min had has had a whole bunch of 
You know, I feel like if I felt like Matt was, was a smart, mature character that he would have, but I feel like he also may worry that if he told Rand, Rand would tell him to come with him anyway. It's, but I don't know that he would have thought through it that far. Um, the only really... I can, yeah, the only thing that I can think is he's ashamed of the fact that she said he'll use the dagger again. That could also be a motivating factor if he doesn't want him to know that that could happen because he's so yeah. adamant about not using it. Yeah. So, yeah. The, yeah, that's thought. a good point. Yeah. But, yeah, I think if he had told Rand, I think Rand would have said, you won't kill me and would have wanted him to come. So he kind of, like, made that choice for him. But, like I said, I don't – a part of me feels like that character isn't smart enough to think that, though. So I think he did that, and I think that's why it happened, but I don't know that he did it purposely for that reason, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense, yeah. That way he doesn't have yeah. to decide. Yeah. Yeah, so it, so this might be, to me, maybe the best episode ever of the show, being a show that I didn't so really... so many, like, levels to it, you know? Yeah, and being a show that I didn't really like that much. I, I mean, I really didn't like it last year at all. I was like, this is so right. slow and boring, right? And, like, th- this might be the best episode ever. And I'm sorry to say that when it's an episode that's centered around people being enslaved and tortured mostly for almost the entire time. <laughs> No, yeah, um, I know. No, like I said, there's this episode has a lot of like layers of stuff going on at once because we've had a lot to talk about. Like it's 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 a deeper, <laughs> I guess, than some of them. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, I guess we got that covered, huh? Yep, I think so. so um, I don't. I mean, I didn't oh. see anything else. So, oh, I did see Quantum Leap. I, oh, I, I haven't seen that. Quantum Leap. How was it? No, it's not out yet. I've seen the screeners. This I know. Is, you watch the screener, I, right? Yeah, because I talked to the um, Chris, uh, Chris, I think is his last name, the uh, producer. So that will be up soon. Um, but, yeah, I did that. So I did see that. Um, the only other thing I have is that I do have to go watch Bosch because I have the executive producer of that coming up, and I have not seen the show. So I have a little bit of time. i got to watch two seasons. Ah. Uh, well, so... I've wanted to see it. I just haven't had a chance. So. AJ and I, you know, we've been watching The Changeling, which I almost had to stop watching this week. But you're not going to watch it, right? You're not going to have time to watch The Changeling. I, I don't know, but if it's something you didn't want to watch, then probably I won't want to watch it either. Okay, it, so it, was a, it was a creepy baby um, that that I'm like, the, like there was a creepy like a baby. Possession that, thing. Like, yeah, like is that baby possessed? Say, that baby not a baby. And I'm like, oh my god, there's a creepy baby. I don't know if I can right. And then <laughs> of course, then it, then I totally watched it. It was fine. It was only like moments of a creepy baby. But I was a little bit. It actually was pretty. I was worried that this show couldn't sustain. Um, but it was. This was episode five, and it was still really good. I'm sorry, AJ wasn't here to talk about it. Um, I'm sorry he wasn't here to talk about Invasion, which, you know, is getting deeper into the story. Um, 
And American Horror Story came out this week, and you might know that Kim Kardashian has been cast in it this season. Um, yeah. Uh, it was the first episode, which is about um, Emma Roberts plays an actress who's going through IVF to try to get pregnant, and Kim Kardashian plays her best friend slash publicist. Um, and uh, she's like trying to get pregnant, and like there's all this weird stuff happening. Actually, it's a lot like the Changeling because like she has her appointment on her calendar for nine o'clock, and then her husband's like, "No, it's at eight o'clock. You better get down here." And like I don't know, her calendar's getting changed, and there's people being mean to her on social media, and it's one of these deals where it's not clear if is she is she getting like a little mentally unstable because she's so under stress from being a celebrity trying to get pregnant. Does she have a stalk? Is there some supernatural thing going on? Like, you never know in American Horror Story what's happening in the first episode, where you're going to go by the end. But in general, you know that Asia and I both found it kind of boring, and we, we're sort of like the the IVF storyline, horror storyline is a little bit played out, and like... The stalker story, I don't know. It all felt a little very slow and kind of boring. And But you saw my, I hate to say it, but Kim Kardashian was not bad. I hate to say it because I feel like it's front casting on the part of the powers that be. But she really, it, she has a small role. She has a limited role. She's not a star. She doesn't have to do a lot. And she's playing a publicist talking about social media, which is not a huge leap for Kim Kardashian, right? That's true. Um so uh, I'm sorry that AJ isn't here to talk about that. And then on Disney Ahsoka, which was a little, uh, I don't know about that show. I'm not feeling, I'm not feeling that show. So I don't know. I think, I, did I tell you last week that I watched the show called Shelter about a kid who, the one that I told you to watch that I said was absolutely awesome that I did interviews for. Did you? That's based on the Harlan Coben novel about the yeah. same moves to I mean, it was actually pretty yeah, I watched it. I watched it. It was pretty good. I really liked it. It was I mean, like I expected it to be totally a teen show and it's I mean, not that it isn't about teens, but you don't have to be a teen to enjoy it. I mean, I definitely think it was a good show, period. Um, I really liked it. It was good. I mean, the adult storyline was a little, um, I mean, okay, we get to the, the adults have inner lives. It's better than, like, a lot of shows, the adults are completely absent, and it's like they don't even have parents. Yeah. Uh, and, and so there were adults involved. I mean, the storyline with his aunt and, and Troy's mom and father and all that. Um, but I understand that this is a series of books. There's at mm-hmm. least two or three books about yeah, I guess the that he's in different, he's in, I think, a couple different of the series, was my understanding. Yeah. But, yeah. yeah. Um, and, and clearly, did you see the end yet? Yes, I've seen the whole thing. Okay. Where it um, ends, I don't um, know if it had all been out yet or not. Well, clearly, yeah. to me, it's set up that there could be more. I mean, whether or not oh, there's yeah. going to be, I don't know, but, um, I mean, I hope so. I, I said before, I've loved his the other projects that have been based on his books. Granted, they're on Netflix. They're not on Prime. But um, what are the other um, The one was called Safe and was with um, the guy from Dexter. Uh, it's one of the main guys in that. And then the other one is called I think it's called The Stranger, and it's um, 
got uh, – um, what's her name? Hannah um, – Hannah uh, – Hannah Kevin. The one from, from the one from Gil Joyce that we met. What the hell? Her. <laughs> She's in it. From Kill Joyce. Hannah John Kamen. I couldn't think of her last name. Or her middle name. Yeah. She's in it. Um, there's some ones that are, um, what do you want to call it, dubbed over. I haven't seen yet. But um, yeah. at least those two uh, were really, really, I feel like there's another one I'm forgetting. I don't know. But they're on Netflix. I mean, you can find them pretty easy. But um, they're really good. I like them. So I like that kind of stuff. Um, well, you know that I tend to be wary of mystery novels and their adaptations because, um, you know, so much of the modern mystery genre involves the, the murder of women and children. Um, and, and this was not, you know, this is totally not that at all. This is a mystery, but it's like not anything, you know, it's, it's, it's pretty original. I agree. It, it's, it's teen, but it's not too teen. Um, I was invested in, uh, I mean, it's not the greatest, series I've ever seen, but it's it's up there. It's pretty good. I really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed it. I watched it pretty fast. Like yeah, and days. it's um. But there does seem to be. There's one called. I was trying to see if I seen this. Yeah, I did see this one. The other one's called Stay Close. I was looking. Um, it was pretty good too. Um, but but yeah. Um, and it, it had like end. the whole. It had like the whole um. Holocaust story and everything going on too, which was nice. Like it had a whole, you know, it had a lot of sub story. I mean, I was to... very surprised that I mean, I, it's been out for a while, so we're not really spoiling it if we talk about yeah. it, right? But I was really surprised that that the Toba Felshi character, that Lizzie, Lizzie, that was her name, right? The that she was killed, the Bat Lady. I was really surprised in the last episode that that lady was killed because I knew that there were at least one or two more novels about... Did they, um, did they kill her? Was that before? Because at least the one part when you thought she was dead, she wasn't, but I don't remember what happened after that. I'm trying to remember. No, in the final he episode... He the fire, and then I forget what happened after that. Oh, no, no. No, the last thing I saw was Luther stabbed her and set the house on fire. I thought that was the last episode. No. I thought that it was, let me see, hold on, let me see how many episodes there are Luther out, and then i got to be careful before I fire. say anything, because it sounds like maybe Jamie should keep her mouth shut. No, it's been at, at, out, episode eight. Did you see episode eight? You well, must not have see. seen the last episode. You missed it. You didn't see the end of it yet. Let me see the re- what happens in that episode. I'm trying I, the last to, thing I saw. going to start. Yeah, I don't think I saw Mickey was trapped in the house on fire. I thought that was how it ended. That was the episode eight recap. No, um, hold on, let me look. No, yeah, that's not. Um, that's not the last one. You missed an episode. You didn't see the last one. All right, I got one more to go. Then I'll watch it tomorrow. We can. (laughs) um... Yeah, it's already been out though, so it's okay. I said Uh, that. I'm like, oh crap, what did I do? No, oh, it's, it's all right. It's, it's all right. It ends, but I mean, it's there definitely could be another season. Well, there definitely is another book. I know there's another book yeah. where he. Well, yeah, there's that he, too. But I'm just saying the TV. Well, I mean, the TV shows aren't always done exactly like the book. I have no, no idea. I, I, 
I read that in in the future book, he Mickey continues to look into like his father's past and what might have happened to his father, and all that kind of thing, right? Yeah. Um, you know, funny. I think I really the one thing I was gonna say is I really like the um the kids in this. I I ended up I had done a I had talked to the main one, Jaden, rather than doing a triple interview with the three of them because. Sometimes it's sometimes it's hard to do an interview with three people. I mean, you know that you it don't is. get enough out of it, and for like a five minute interview, right. you don't get much. Right. So I yeah. opted to do an interview with just him, but this was before I watched it. And then I watched it, and I kind of wish I had taken the interview with with the three kids because the other two of them are so great too. I really like like the three of them together. Um, they're funny. I, I I like the characters. Yeah. Yeah, I like them too. I like those kids. They, I don't know how old they are in real life. They seem like not overly old, you know, like they seem, they're probably a little older than the characters they're playing, but they seem okay. I mean, is it a little bit of a stretch to think that these kids could like infiltrate a human trafficking ring and, and rescue people out of it? Yeah, it's a little far-fetched, but it, it sort of all makes sense within the show, right? Yeah. Yeah, you can suspend your your disbelief enough that it makes sense. And there's a little bit of a, I mean, I don't know if there's a supernatural element. There's an element where it makes you think there is at the beginning, but like, yeah, yeah, not so much. It's more just the way the show goes, I think. Yeah, it's more. I mean, except for I mean, the butterfly is a little weird, right? But but there's an element. But you learn that it's more like a logo. But but it's not so much supernatural as it's sort of like a, a destiny thing. Like they're like, oh, it's Mickey's destiny. It was just, you know, his father was in this, his mother was in this, and it's, it's his destiny yeah. to, to be part of it is more kind of. Well, there's also the thing with, and, and you don't know yet what happened, I don't think, because you haven't seen the very end. But there's also the idea of like, how see I don't know how far you were, but the there for a while there's the idea of like how did that guy from the past come after his father because he would have been way, way, way older. Oh and, yeah, and it's not that lady doctored the photo or or, or yeah. okay, or I not, didn't know if you'd seen that. Yeah. Either that lady or or the blind guy who no, that right which was the one who Yeah. Was, she who doctored the photo to sort of throw him off, right? Um Yeah. But for a while, think. that was a little kind of weird. Like, that's why I said there yeah. was, like, certain things that you thought maybe were supernatural that turned out to not yeah. be. Um, it was mostly yeah. just bad people. Yeah. yeah. But, no, I enjoyed it. That was the thing that I watched last week, and I did I did enjoy it quite a bit. Yeah, um, I very much did. They uh, so Usually when they send us screeners, they send them all at once. This was one of those ones where they sent a few – and then it had the way, like I watched them as soon as they sent them. I really did like yeah. this show a lot. I thought it was good. Yeah. Cool. All right. Anything else? So, all right. No. So nothing else ended this week. So we got our same bunch of shows next week. And are we going to have a couple more coming? Quantum Leap is debuting soon. A couple yeah. of things are coming out in October, right? Yeah. Um, Fear is next- back. Um, our next 
our next episode's on October 3rd, and I think a couple shows are going to start coming back in October. So we might have a busy schedule for a few yeah. days. Yeah. Yeah, and then I guess right. after that, it's, at, a, at a certain point, it's going to depend on the strikes, I guess, because eventually they're going to run out of new content. I think the networks have kind of stretched them, but... You know. I think so, but for things that are not even written, at least the writers hopefully can get back soon. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, to be fair, they can write the scripts all they want. If they don't have the actors to perform them, it's not going to get made. Yeah. But, yes, at least they can have them ready. That's a good thing. Yeah. Yeah. So. Okay. Well, um, I guess I will talk to you next week. I'm not sure what happened to AJ. I hope everything's okay. I mean, he just said he couldn't come back, so I don't know what happened, but hopefully everything yeah. is good. Um, and So one of us has to get into the studio and stop the show um, because we can't just hang up, right? Um, I don't, yeah, I guess otherwise it runs till 12. Um, I, I don't even know if I have the password saved anymore. I don't have it. Um, Let me see if I have. I don't I know if I can, I can do it. Let me see. Anyway, I can do it real quick. I, I can look it up. If, um, I was going to say, we'll have to, we'll talk off of this. <laughs> yeah. So one, I'll log in and try it. But in the meantime, I guess thanks everybody for coming, right? And yep. joining us here. Um, yeah, and thanks, Roger, for, let me see if it'll let me log in. I might, hey, let me log in. Maybe I can change it. Oh, good. I, I couldn't log in. Out. You'll have to, you'll have to ask right. me and remind me how to end it. But other than that, all right. Well, thanks, all everybody, right. for listening, and uh, we'll be back next week. All right. All right. Thanks. Okay. Bye. Thanks. Bye. Bye.